guys, people, on today's show, Latoya's back in studio with me as we discuss something that people try to hide all the time and don't want you to see because they don't want you to see how they can really be. It's the other side of success or the ugly side of success. How could you mess up the intro, Jay? That makes no sense. This is your intro. You can actually edit this out and you're still not going to do it because you're that real. Yes, I'm that real. Give me some real points. Look, it's going to be an excellent time, man. The ugly side of success. We're going to sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to inspire God's people where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Yo, man, hopefully y'all feeling good. I'm feeling a lot more refreshed and better. The last couple of days I've been sleeping hard, like I've been knocked out because I've been busy. Y'all know I started a new job recently and um, man, it just this first month has been a lot to like try to learn because I'm doing something totally new. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. I started seeing it. Uh, last week was real rough, man. I was up to like 1 o'clock in the morning on my laptop a couple days just trying to like strategize and get some things together. And like, man, I was telling Tiff like, whoo, this is crazy. But I had no regrets about doing what I'm doing. But something clicked. I stayed up real late, I think Thursday or Friday. And going into the weekend, something started clicking and I started feeling better. Uh, I had to travel. Monday through Wednesday night, Monday morning to Wednesday night. So it felt like forever, but I uh, had a big meeting in Chicago that went real dope. So I'm just thankful. I feel good. I'm starting to understand what's happening in the presentation. I mean, that was in front of my boss, my boss's boss, uh, my customer. You know, like I told y'all before, like I'm managing a hundred million dollar account. So this is like, you know, a very important business. And uh, me and my counterparts, the whole team did really well. So I met my new team in person that I'm working with. Not my team. They don't work for me, but the people I work with. And yeah, it was just dope. I feel good. So, Inspire Guys people, this conversation you're going to hear today happened last week. Toya came in studio, but I just been so busy I didn't get to being able to upload it with my schedule being out of town. But look, we're here now. We got a lot of new stuff coming. I want to do a new intro song. We're going to start releasing some video content. Um, it's a lot that I want to do. I have a lot of transition taking place right now, but this is all good. This is part of the process. I love that y'all are able to experience this with me. Like Inspire Guys people, I tell people all the time, my life is pup. Uh, I can talk. My life is private. My strategy is public. And I try to allow people in to see exactly how I'm doing what I'm doing. Not that I'm anything special or doing something so special, but I did kind of start from, you know, ground zero in the hood in Seven Mile in Detroit. And here we are today, you know what I'm saying? Just making progress and living life. Thanking those who helped me along the way. Hit me up, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Stop saying what you gonna do till you do what you said. When you opened that Bible, you knew what you read. You felt it deep in your soul. The promise did not expire. Be inspired. We in studio today. What up, Toya? Listen, I said, I cannot <laughs> do this one more time through a phone. I got to get to the studio. We got to make this happen right, okay? That's, that's why I rock with you. That's why I rock with Toya. Like, it's like no halfway doing nothing. No, she no, hit me up no. like, no, nah, I got to be in studio, no. bro. So here we go. This is the first in-studio Inspire Guys People show probably of the last two years. I can't even say of 2022. So... What we talking about today, man, we're going to be talking about the ugly side of success. Before we jump into that, 
What's going on with you, Toya? Like, what 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 was your week like, you know, since we last talked? Anything new and exciting? Man, this morning trying to get to the studio, I'm like, what is happening? The kids, let me tell y'all what happened the other day. So we getting up, every morning I'm up, I'm trying to work on my exercising and my study time and my prayer time, right? So I'm up at least two hours before the kids up, right? Uh-huh. So the kids bring their clothes down, like, mom, we need to wash. Cool, put them in the laundry room. They know the routine. Yeah. They know the routine these kids come to me like ma we we helped you wash i said y'all what y'all do they took me in the laundry room in the laundry room they showed me the uh washing machine and it was like we put the soap right here and then we put the bleach right here wow but it's a full load of colored clothes see i'm like Listen, listen. Wait, so they poured it in there, though? They poured it in the compartment of where the bleach goes. Mm. Now, you remember back in the day when we used to wash, it wasn't no compartments. You just pour bleach yeah, in the clothes, in the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm so grateful for technology. So me and Meech had to hurry up, pull all the wet clothes out the washing machine, switch the load out, put some white clothes in there so we could still use, so we'll waste the soap and the bleach and finish the cycle. Listen, this week has been absolutely bananas. I get up today, they want pancakes. I'm like... I'm out of here. I'm gone. I don't care what y'all got to do today. I'm out of here. I'm going to record. You know what's crazy? Like, that made me think about, like, so they was just doing what they saw. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? It's yeah. like, all right, we saw you do something over here with some bleach and some detergent. But it's like they did what they saw, but they didn't do it right. Correct. All right. What's funny though is I've walked them through. So I have a, a seven, eight, and 10 year old, right? I've walked them through washing their clothes. I'm I'm raising men. So, you know, no shade to my husband, but being married to one, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, let me let me teach these kids some stuff, some skills, because I'm learning that it's the mama's fault. No shade to his mama, right, but it's right. the mama's fault that our, our men be lacking in some areas. So I'm like, let me teach my kids how to wash. So I was just so just thrown back. Like, when have y'all ever seen me put bleach with color clothes, but it's okay. I, I I pulled myself together and I said, you know what? They tried. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give them an A, a for, for effort. effort. Were, were, were there any clothes harmed in, in that situation? Actually, like, there were not. No clothes. No, no clothes were harmed. Wow. We caught the cycle right before it went through the bleach cycle. That's funny you say that, though, about the mama. So like, this is what my mama used to do. Of course, Saturday morning, church music, for whatever reason. Man, when I wake up in the Saturday morning, and mama, if you listening, you know what time it is. When I heard that church church music, you already know. Get me up, me and Jarrell, Ivan. We probably was the three at the time. Like, bro, it was over. That's it. But here's how my mama did it. It was dope. My mama, I'm not lying to you. I think I was talking to Tiff about this recently. She would be telling us while she while we were doing it. She was like, she would be going off. You know, like I don't. You know, it's. Look, y'all, to, to my, my white, Indian, Asian listeners, all that stuff. I don't know how y'all mamas do it in y'all <laughs> culture. So I'm not saying y'all mamas don't do the same thing. But it's a black mama thing for show to have a way of like going off on you while you doing something. Absolutely. And I'm like, Ma, I'm doing what you said. But what my mama would be doing is like, Oh, yeah, because when y'all wife, when y'all get married and your wife gets sick, oh, you going to know how to mop a flow. Listen, oh, listen. Like, so she taking out all her aggression <laughs> on you. <laughs> she would be going off on us, but hopefully it paid off. Hopefully Tiffany would agree. Um, You know, I, I think I know how to I know how to get in there and do some things. You That's know what I'm hilarious. No, I get it. Thing, I don't. I can't do I can't clean bathrooms. Why? Why? When when nine times out of ten, it's mm-hmm. y'all fault that it need to be clean. I know. I can't. I just. I can't do it. I cannot. But I'm like, all right. Look. Oh, whatever it is, you can't do. You know what I'm saying? You don't. I never got you. Cut the grass. No. Right. Oh like, no. Oh no. 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 Listen. My dad was stu- was such a stickler when it came to cleaning. Like I, I promise you, he used to stand at the door, especially when it came to a bathroom. Oh my gosh. So it's just so funny when I watch Meech um, clean the bathroom. It just makes me cringe, y'all. Uh, because Meech look like he don't know what he's doing. Listen, I'm not even gonna put his business out there, but the way he cleaned, <laughs> I just be looking like, who taught you? 
uh-huh. how to do this. But I, I go ahead and I acknowledge what I have. You know, I try to throw in some some tips every now and again. Maybe buy a few extra more Clorox wipes. You know, yeah. trying to encourage some different ways of doing things. But he ain't catching it. He ain't. He ain't. He it's ain't all good. It. You know what I'm saying? He a hard worker. Other look. This is my thing. He Look, is. brothers, as long as you taking care of your business and other areas, we I all guess. don't have a, <laughs> I we guess. All have a bathroom that we can't clean. You know I what I'm guess. saying? Uh, no, that's funny. But like on some real stuff, I'm just thinking like, you know, like today we were going to talk about the ugly side of success. Yeah. And like, yeah. Obviously, we didn't even, I didn't know you were going to share that. But what that story even make me think about with your kids is like, all right, there's this. All right. Here's my issue with success today. My issue with success is I go on social media, right? And you got some, let's say some multimillionaire Mm -hmm. and their whole thing is they're showing you the house. They're showing you the cars and then they're selling you that is easy. So it's like they're uploading the results of whatever hard work they put in. And I'm not saying that their hard work might be legitimately real. So that's not my gripe with them is what they have. My gripe with them is how they show it and how they sell the message. Yeah. So. All right. Think about your sons. I'm on Instagram. I'm like, okay, well, he, I see, all right, I see him. This, he uploaded this. He did this. All right, I'm going to go do what I saw. Yeah. But it's like, oh, right, yeah, I'm going to take the bleach. What was this? Bleaching detergent. If I pour it here and pour it here and we expecting results and we about to mess around and dye our clothes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all about to like, create a whole other trend at school. Cause... Exactly. You, you, you did what you saw. But you didn't do it right. Like, that's I don't know good. what you think about that. No, that's that's good. Look at look at how that just tied together. No, that's that's absolutely good. And I think that that is the danger of watching the result without the process. Right. That's yeah. the danger. So they may come in at the tail end or or maybe they've been watching the process, but they weren't taking the proper notes to make yeah. sure they know when to plug what into where. You know what I'm saying? Because they yeah. knew. I know that these two items will clean the clothes, but they didn't know when to use them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's dope. So sometimes we do that with success. We'll look at someone else's success and we'll say, I've seen them plug these two things together, yeah. but you don't know when to plug it at what time that you're in the process. That's And that's what the process... So that's dope. The process is established to teach you not just the what, and that's why the whole how to be inspired, the purpose guide. It goes through all of those elements of like, not just the what, but the how, the when, yeah. the where. Yeah. And so many of us, we just look at the what and we think the what is enough. So it's like, I take all my ingredients of the what and let me throw it over here and hope it come out right. Yep. But ultimately yep. it's like you doing stuff out of order and it's throwing everything off. You know where this happens at? I'm going to give you real estate. I feel like real yeah. estate is so... You know, I've taken real estate classes. You know, I've been a part of groups and courses and some good information, too. But what happens with real estate is like it's the timing of the market. It's the location of the property. It's all these elements that you really you can learn in a class, but Mm -hmm. you got to go through that process Mm -hmm. to see. Like Mm -hmm. last year in 2021, you know, we went to the closing table twice with investment properties that didn't work out Mm -hmm. for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. And my point was like there were other elements I learned through that process that you can't just look at what somebody else did and it and works just jump and, and in. think that. That's, so no, that that's part, dope. that part. But, but what about like, so what would you say though to the fact of like, why do people you think want to skip the process? Like, what is it about the process? What is it about the results that we just like, yeah, give me that. But I don't want the process. I don't, I don't think that they want to skip the process. I think that they're ignorant to the fact that there is that. Let, let me say this. Let me say it this way. I don't think that they want to skip the process. I think they think that their process is different. So my process, because we have different processes, I'm. it's not going to look like it did for you. So I'm going to, so it may be easier for me. I may be able to take some shortcuts. I may be able to, you know, uh, cut some stuff off. My process is going to be different. And so while your process is going to be different, I don't want you to negate the length of time it takes for you to still go through the process. And so anytime you try to cut, you know, take corners, cut corners, take shortcuts. Now you're just making the process even longer but there's still a process. So I, I, that's, you know. No, that's real. Look, different ain't easy. Yeah. 
Yeah. To me, that's what it come down to. Like, different ain't easy. Yeah. So, like, we always try to create this little excuse for ourselves, like, all right, if I see you go through, like, you know, last time we talked about the 10-year marathon, where it's like, yeah. well, Jay, it might have took you 10 years. I could do it in two. And it's like, well, you might, but that might. Look, it's some, it's some people who got to stuff quicker, and it didn't last. Yeah. So it's like the process is really there for our own protection, but we want to skip it and give and make excuses for ourselves. And it might not take some people 10 years, but I'm going to tell you this. I don't watch, like I said before, I don't watch people waste 10 years. We waste 10 years and don't think nothing of it. But as it relates to like success, I think too, I don't know if it's like, do we want success for the wrong reasons? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it like, we just want the things and we don't understand what's beyond the things. Like, I'm not saying the things are bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like, if the only thing I want is the thing, then is that enough? Like, is it really enough? So here's the thing. This is this is going to sound absolutely bananas now that this is processing through my thoughts. Okay. While I'm still in the process, it's the best part of the of the journey. And yeah. I say that because I am not, it's so funny. Um, Facebook reminded me of something I posted April 1st, 2010, right? right? Wow. It wasn't even a complete <laughs> sentence, y'all. I'm just looking at it like, what? Who is this person? Like, what are you talking about? Right? Yeah. So 12 years later, I'm looking at this thing and I'm saying, man, if it wasn't for the process, who would I be right now? You know what I'm saying? While I'm still in it, right? I'm still growing. I'm still changing. I'm still evolving. And it's funny. We were just talking about it before we hit record, talking about that, that evolution. When you're growing, I don't believe that there's a place of arrival. I don't think that we arrive anywhere. And that's only because we should be consistently growing and evolving, right? And so with being smack dab in the process, I'm looking at it and I'm starting to wonder if the promise is the is the evolution in the process Yeah, where it's not a destination. It's more so the growth that's happening as you're doing it because you're becoming a greater version of you and the, the, the reward and all of the things that we get is just the incentives and the, you know, the pat on the back for staying committed to the process. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Look, like what you just said, like that's actually life changing for real. If a person, I'm like anybody out there listening, if you can actually just catch what she just said, is the process is the promise. Yeah. Like the process is the promise. We think that the thing is the promise. Like, so we literally think like the car, the Range Rover, like that's what we think that's the promise. It's like, no, that is literally just a re- like a result of you doing what is like, and the reason that's crazy, Toy, is because, like you said, we still in it. I'm still in it. But the whole thing is everybody in it. Yeah. Like, if you think you're not in it, anybody who arrives, look, look, I know this, this might sound, I almost don't want to say it, but, like, it's like anybody who arrives is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that. that's it. Or too. Jesus and came back and we ain't know. <laughs> I, if you I'm just arrive, like if I arrived, then I mean I'm done with I'm done with growth. Yes. Like I'm just done. Like yeah. no, like I'm I'm still living, I'm learning. And I also think that that humility keeps us hungry and keeps us grounded because it's like I don't want to get beside myself. Yeah. I don't want to get arrogant. I don't want to start feeling myself. Yeah. To whom like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So it's like the moment you think you arrived, then God like, okay, you done? You done with the process I had you in? Right, cool. right. Well, give me that. Right, right, right. right. Uh, no, yeah, I'm that that's kind of that's kind of nuts that now looking at this and I told y'all and I think I shared this. I don't know if I shared this in um our last show, but I talked about how I'm in this 52-day rebuild, right? I've been studying the book of Nehemiah and I've been in this place where I'm like, "Okay, Lord, show me." You know what I'm saying? Show me how to um, grow closer to you. I was studying the book of Isaiah. I was in Isaiah 58 and he was just talking about how the empty rituals and, you know, people, yeah, you've been going to church, but have you been there to worship me or honor the pastor or like, and, and I know we look at the pandemic and we look, we look at all of the, 
you know, unfortunate things that were the result of the pandemic. But I want to take a moment and just look at all of the things God called us to do during that season. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The church building was closed, but this was the opportunity for you to show God like, Oh, you know what? I'm really about this life. So did you carve out prayer time when, you know, we talked about how, <laughs> you know, we was doing nothing for all day, you know, yeah. just being able to watch TV and eat and do nothing. But did you carve out time to study? Did you carve out time to pray? And we're, I'm saying this because it's a part of that process. And so studying the book of Isaiah and just really understanding like, man, you really want us to worship and seek you with a pure heart without any intent, right? Yeah. So think about it. If we're studying him, we're in prayer and we're going and we're doing this in the um out of the intent of his heart, then that is the promise. Yeah. There there is no physical destination or no physical thing that we want to obtain because he says seek me first. So if <laughs> we're doing that in our process, we're becoming better at who he's called us to be, that's the reward. Things will be added. Like, and I think that, like, the whole idea of things will be added. Yeah. I think we we really don't get that. And I, I'm going to just say this for real. And, like, being in a process for a number of years now, you hit different little levels of success. Different you do. little levels you of do. goals along the way. Yeah. And that's why what you're talking about is important. And I think people should understand, like, when you in the process, like, the reason that the process is the promise, it doesn't mean that. When we when we say a 10 year marathon like last show, like that you gotta wait 10 years for results. Correct. No, it's just saying you actually winning every while every you're step. In it. Absolutely. Cause think about it. When we talk about the marathon, if you've never ran a marathon, you tired. Like as yeah. soon as you put your foot on the <laughs> on the pavement, you like, bruh, I need a pit stop. Where is some water? Where is right? But then you start watching your clock. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> I like to run. It'd be difficult for me to run, but I'm always looking like, man, how long have I been doing this? Yeah, I, hate, I hate it. <laughs> how long I've been running, right? But see, when you start watching the clock and you're like, man, I've been doing this for an hour. Man, I've been running for two hours. This is the promise because he's saying what? I'm building your endurance. I'm building your body. And so we're thinking I'm just trying to get to the finish line instead of recognizing the progress that's happening in the process. That's crazy. That's all I'm saying. And that, that's crazy because that idea of like the beauty of being in a process and following Christ is like you grow while you're in it. Yes. You don't actually have to wait till the end for results. No. It's like you get results while you're in it, but then you also grow. So you get this balance of like there will be things that. Like the whole point of like saying you don't arrive, like, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, I've talked, talked about on the show, like, you know, I just started a new job recently. Mm -hmm. And when I say it's new, you know what I mean? I've been at this organization for 15 years and, um, have kind of grown in different roles and leadership and, you know, um, still have some growing to do, but I made a decision to pivot, um, to get some new, to get a new skill set. I made that decision to go somewhere new that is way more uncomfortable right now mm -hmm. than if I could have took another job mm -hmm. in the same area, but it would have limit my long-term capabilities because I need to go get this new skill set. But my point is this, I've been openly telling people how challenging it is for me right now through this process, but I was telling somebody like, oh, like somebody, it might've been Tiff asking me, do I regret it? I was like, oh no, I don't regret it. See? Cause it's a win. Like, please believe me. It's a win. Absolutely. But it's, we don't have to, life comes with balance. Something can be a win and challenging and uncomfortable at the same time. It's yeah. like, and I still would have did it again, but it's kicking my butt. I got to yeah. go to Chicago um, Monday. I already feel late for my flight. <laughs> I literally feel late right now. Like it's two days away, but it's like, I'm already busy. I, like, you know what I'm saying? That's but just part of it. What what I like what you said about about the balance piece. And I think that this may be where a lot of people struggle mm 
because balance for you, balance for Jay and Tiff is not balance for Latoya and Meech. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's like a a realization that we have to really take a moment and, and, and acknowledge like, man, I'm trying to strive. I'm seeing the success on social media. I'm seeing the success, you know, wherever people are posting it or wherever you're seeing it. And you're looking at your, at their life and you're trying to say, okay, I need to find that, that level of balance. But what's balancing to Jay is not balancing for Latoya. You know what I'm saying? The things that I have to balance in Latoya's life is not the things that Jay got to balance in his. And so be okay with learning how to balance according to you and your process and not what you see in others. And that's why you can't just go and put detergent and bleach on the clothes because you saw them do it. And it's like, you don't know. They had white clothes in there. You got colored clothes. Yeah. So to your point, you have to know your situation. Look, I love that you said that. Part of the process is you actually understanding your situation. So it might take me going through that process and being like, uh, something as simple as like, Okay, let's say if it's some dude on Instagram giving marriage advice and I watch it and he like, you know, um, you know, for my wife, I bring her flowers every week. Fellas, if you ain't taking your wife flowers, yep, whatever, whatever. Yep. Then I just go, I, I did what he do, but I ain't do it right because his wife told him she liked flowers. Now I'm bringing flowers to Tiff and she looking like, what's this? Yep. Tiff might have preferred something totally different than the flowers. She might have wanted to, my wife liked to travel. If I want to, you want to Surprise bring some, her? Okay, bring, bring a ticket. Tickets. Bring, Listen. Come on with some plane tickets. Listen. And, and, a, and a reserved hotel. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. to your point, my life and your life are different. We can't just copy and paste what people are doing. And that's also the ugly side of success is you going to have to figure it out. Yes. Yes. I think that a lot of times people don't, they don't take the time to look at the, the responsibility that success brings. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about the ugly side of success, listen, don't get me wrong. I have um, had some things written down in my prayer journal and I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right. And don't get me wrong. He has allowed us to be successful in a lot of different areas, especially when it comes to Chase Gray University. Um, But baby, the responsibility behind it, you talking about building a team now, I'm not just responsible for the income that Latoya can bring in and put in her pocket. I'm responsible for the hours that my team put in that I now have to compensate them for. I'm responsible for the coaches that enroll because I'm responsible for, you know, making sure that they're entering into the program, you know, just the different, the different things they have to go through. And so we'll look at the success of someone, but we don't realize the ugly side of what that success could bring. We just talked about how the finishing line keeps moving forward. It goes further and further. So I've gotten to this place. Okay, Lord, you have uh, nurtured me and pruned me through this process. I've been able to remove some things and grow in some areas. Boom, I hit a, a, a milestone. I hit an area where I've hit a goal, right? Now we're excited. But if we're expecting to go further, guess what? There's going to be more that's going to be required. Are you ready to show up to fulfill that responsibility? And the reason it's so important for us to say this is because when you know what you about to lift, you could be prepared for it. Yeah. Could you imagine if I gave you a 200 pound ink pen? Like, so it looked like an ink pen and you thinking I'm about to just pick this up and, and it's going to be easy, it. but you pick it up and it's like, whoa, it, you'll mess around and break your wrist. Cause you picked it up. And in your mind, you pick up something light differently than you pick up something heavy. So if we tell you that something is heavy, we're not trying to discourage you from it. We're trying to prepare you yeah. for it. So like, yeah. look, here's this is what I thought of, right, Toya? So you, you're a full-time entrepreneur. I'm still an employee, right? Mm-hmm. Corporate America. Both have its pros and cons, right? Like we just said, we're not here to push one way of doing something. Not at all. But however, all right, I got an example. You talked about the paycheck portion, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what's different for me. Employee versus entrepreneur. Taxes. I get a paycheck. My job does all the work. And they calculate all the taxes for me. I get the, the little stub, the W-2. They do all of that for me. Cool. No, no responsibility on my part, part other than to take the forms they give me and go follow. Entrepreneur. Now, this is for the people, again, the ugly side of success. You might Listen. be a successful entrepreneur. When you start making that money, now you got to go and do these taxes. You got payroll responsibilities. There's a lot more required of you 
to do that. Listen, when Jay start talking about taxes, my head dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if y'all could have saw this, like my head just dropped. What What is today? I think I still Yo. got about... 13 more days. Well, I was doing tax stuff this morning trying Listen, to get prepared. I'm like, and it's so funny. There was a time in my life, me and Meech laugh at this all the time, where, listen, we was pulling W-2s from December, okay? <laughs> we was like, where is the last check stuff right, trying to right. file taxes? Now, I'd be like, no, nah, we'll wait. When, when yeah. is it? April 15th? I still got time. And it's funny that you say that because, again, it sounds good. And this is something that I, I like to share all the time, especially as a, a business owner. So for any of you out there who are, you're like, where do I start? What do I do? Especially when it comes to the money. Um, I've been, uh, I've gone through a, a couple trainings and, you know, done some things where I'm learning how to separate income, right? So having seven different bank accounts, right? Even, mm -hmm. even when you don't have, you may not have be, right. be bringing in enough money for all seven bank accounts, but having them so that you can disperse money, right? Learning how to disperse your money so that when it's time to pay taxes, when it's time to pay your team, when it's time, you know, for the different things that you need to be responsible for, they're there. That was not something that was taught to me upon starting the business. It was like, oh, you just paid me $1,000. That $1,000 went into my pocket, yeah. right? No, that's and not how that go right Uncle now. Sam, Listen, bro. so now that $1,000 goes into the bank account and I got to pay the team. I got to pay my software. I got to pay taxes. I got to do my tithing. Like there's so many different elements. And again, it's the level of responsibility behind the success that I don't think people it's take ugly. a moment to really acknowledge. It's ugly and like I like as you was talking to like just expounding on like the bank accounts and and like the reason that some people don't want to go through the real process of real success is because of that. Yeah, it's because, yo, well, I was just used to like one bank account. I'm check to check. So I barely got money in there anyway. I was really just and I'm talking me now. I was used to spending. I was used to living life spending a hundred percent of my money yeah so hey if i got five hundred dollars this week cool i'm about to go do 496 dollars worth of stuff yeah. in the next six days yeah and then look forward to the next check and that's the mentality we have to the point that when you have to start thinking beyond this week you it almost at first is uncomfortable but to your point like you know like that's like for me as an investor when i started investing that that also is frustrating because then now you got to pull tax forms from all this other stuff. You got to understand capital gains. You think, oh, I just made this money off of this stock. And it's like, oh, man, I might let me be careful. I might enter a whole nother yeah. tax bracket. And those are things like you mess around and make too much money. Yeah. And, and all of us, this is what's funny about us. We all think rich people are evil. Uh, they, you know, hey, we blame people for being rich or because or, or, a lot of us, uh, I speak for myself coming from nothing, but I've learned to change that because it's like, well, you got the opportunity to grow, too. And when you get there, you will start seeing like, man, I worked hard for this money, too. It was just because you had if I got five dollars, I worked for it. So it's like, don't see me with twenty five dollars when you used to seeing me with zero and think I changed. It's like, no, I worked for this. So I ain't just like. I know I'm I'm going on, but like my, my thing, Toya, is like when you just looking at other people's success, it's easily not to appreciate their work. Yeah. And everything they did. It is. And it's easier for you to um count yourself out the game. It's yeah. easier for you to look at what someone else is doing and say that I'm not there versus looking at where you are in your process and saying, but I'm much further than where I was. And I think that in order for you to really enjoy what's happening around you is to take a moment and acknowledge your progress is acknowledge. And so here's the thing. Let me say this too, because I, I, I kind of went on a rant last week and I'm still on that rant. I ain't going nowhere um, about the whole pacifying thing. It's like, yeah. you know, well, I didn't eat cookies today. That is not enough. <laughs> like you have yeah. to, you have to decide what the goal is. What am I working towards and how much are you willing to sacrifice so that you can reach that goal? Has it been easy being a full-time entrepreneur business owner? No. And I know that a lot of times, you know, it, it's, it's made to be seen that it's easy and it's fun. <laughs> I was talking about this the other day, how, you know, one of the things we hear about why you want to be an entrepreneur is the freedom of your time. 
And would I want to go ahead and and dismantle that myth? Because it's not a freedom of your time. If you don't have the proper systems in place, you're actually spending more time. You have more time than I do because at five o'clock, six o'clock, when it's time for your time to be up at your employer, you can clock out and go home. As a business owner, if the systems aren't in place, you're not clocking out. And let me add on that. Let me add on that. Here's what's crazy, right? And this is why I love the dynamics of like our experiences. Even in business, the higher you go, you become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, an yeah. entrepreneur yeah. at my job. Yeah. So yeah. like for me, I don't start and end work. Like two nights ago, I worked until 1.30 a.m. Like in bed with my laptop. I'm not bragging about this. This is the ugly side. This is what people see. We are so used to putting things in people's play- uh, face. Oh, let me show you my car I got. Let me mm-hmm, show you my thing. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm, I know you never will see me with things on social. I've never done it. I never, nobody know what kind of car I drive. Facts. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. It I don't, don't I don't even know what kind of car Jay drive and I'm at his house. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're like, wait, where's your car? Like, I don't know. Um, but the thing that's crazy about that to your point is like, we throw things in people's face, but we don't throw the process. Like the reason I throw the process in your face is because I, I, I want you to know like, yeah, I, I, I don't get off work. Yeah. Now, I'm, yeah. again, I'm not bragging, but what I'm saying is, but there's two sides. So some people, all right, Toya, some people will say, oh, that Jay, you don't need, like, that's not healthy. You don't need to do that. Toya, wait, you working what? You won't get a, that. But then here's the, here's the thing they don't understand is like, this is where the balance comes in. Well, to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. So the reason I don't start with the things or show the things is because they don't matter. It's just. When you see the requirements, most of us want the things and not the requirements. What that I'm part. trying to tell y'all is, let's put the things aside. Do you really want to be successful? Because you're going to have some long nights. I'm not saying it's going to always be like that. You're going to have to make a decision in life about like, all right, what is maximizing my capability? But here's what I will say. Especially Christians. I feel like so many of us, because we can make a lot of excuses about how success is ungodly and some aspects of success. And I would agree with a lot of like the the extent people will go to be successful can be ungodly. Right. That we go far the other way. So we sell ourselves so short because we scared of any level of uncomfort or discomfort. No, you gonna have to figure that out. You gonna have to stay up. Some you. Like, you can't live your life in complete comfort and think that you're pleasing God. There's no way, dog. And and I encourage you to just sit down and define what success means to you. What does that look like, right? Because, again, we talk about things for a very long time, especially, you know, growing up on the east side of Detroit. When you see success, you see things. You don't see, you know, the growth of the person. You don't see how they've evolved and how they've changed, how they think and how you don't see those things. You see the material side. And so even when it came to starting the business, I had to sit down and say, okay, what was success for Latoya? What does success look like for me? Because if I spend my time comparing and competing to what I see, then I'm going to spend so much time running in circles. I may never really work or operate in the fullness of what God has for me. Lord, show me what success, right? Yeah. And so as he began now, let's I'm going to be honest, when he started to show me, I'm like, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like you're uh-huh. you're showing me success and all I keep seeing is people and how yeah. I'm supposed to serve and how I'm supposed to help this person and I'm like, "Hey, come back. Show me what that has to do with Latoya. But again, it's that process, because if it wasn't for the process pruning me, if it wasn't for the process eliminating some of the things that I used to think or say and do, then how could I really be who he need me to be? Yeah, he that's a dope way to look at it. Like God show you the process and it don't look like what you want. So no. you run. Yes. You want God to show you the stuff. Yeah. And what, yeah. what we really trying to do is train your success. eye. we're trying to give you a different way. Cause, cause the reason people want things to you is because the things become a trophy. We think the things represent success. And so that's why you will have people who really can't afford things like, cause I, I ask myself these type of questions all the time, psychologically. Mm-hmm. Why do we go out and get things that we literally cannot afford to create the illusion that we can, 
And it's because we've been tricked into thinking that the things were the success. What you you want to find successful people, start looking at character. Yeah. Start looking at strategy. Yeah. Start yeah. looking at how people move. They're, you know, I did a show on emotional intelligence. Like, start looking at like, you know what? This person is moving like this. I don't care if they have things or not. Because guess what? Some wealthy people don't just go out and buy big chains so they can prove their success Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. When God validates you, you no longer have to prove it to every yeah. other people by showing them things. Here, look, I wanted to read something real quick. You said something early that made me, when you were talking about basically the endurance and the race. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me of James chapter one and this in the, in the um, NLT. But um, just a couple, couple, this is, let's start at verse two. It says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity yeah. for great joy. Yeah. All right. That that's, don't make sense. That's nuts. That don't make sense. <laughs> that's nuts. But then verse, verse three says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So I just, I'm going to just like, just on that thought, when you were talking earlier about the process is the promise, the thing is God wants you to have endurance. That he don't part. want you to get in a race and be tired. But in order not to be tired, you got to keep running. Yeah. And so many of us, we come to that crossroad of like, you know what? If running means being tired, I just won't run. Yep. Versus saying, I'm going to keep running until running doesn't make me tired anymore and I have endurance. And, and verse four says this. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Yeah. In order to get to that perfect incomplete place, you have to grow your endurance. In order to grow your endurance, you have to go through the process. That's the connection of all this. When we start separating God's word and separating parts of that process, what we're doing is operating outside of God's created system for purpose, success, and yeah. growth. Yeah, that's funny that this scripture and I'm laughing over here because this morning um, I'm working out. You know, I told y'all I'm 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 working. I'm I'm doing some some new stuff. <laughs> so I'm sitting up here doing jumping jacks. Right. Uh-huh. Never in my life have I thought that I needed to do a jumping jack for a full minute. And this is so funny how a minute is not that long, but it really is. Man. <laughs> so I'm sitting here doing these jumping jacks. Right. And I started talking to myself like Latoya. You don't want to be tired going upstairs no more. Latoya, this summer when you out here playing catch with the boys, you want to run with them. You want to have fun. I am literally having this conversation with myself. And as I'm talking out loud, the time began to seem like it had moved a little quicker. Right. It seemed like it seemed like that minute wasn't as long as it was when I'm like, when is this minute going to be over? And so I'm saying that to say is when when the word talks about that endurance, when you're in it, I want you to start looking at what is this doing for me? Not what am I going to get once I'm done in it? Right. What is this doing for me? How is this helping me? How is this helping me grow? I look at success. It has been a goal of mine, y'all, for a very long time to wake up every day by four thirty, five o'clock so that I can get my morning started so that yeah. I can get my, you know, do everything I need to do in the house. I've been waking up at five o'clock in the morning for uh, maybe a little over a couple months now. Yeah. Now my goal is four thirty. Right. That may sound simple to some of you because you're like, what? I start my day th- at that right. time. Well, I don't. Right. <laughs> I, I, work, well, I work from home. So right. I'm like, I get it when I get up. Right. Exactly. But this has been a, a form of success for me. And I had to take a moment and say, man, see what I'm saying? This is why we can't look at what we may, how we may look at success in someone else's life and say, what's successful for you? Because while for someone waking up at four 30 in the morning is nothing, that's when you start your day. But for me, it was a challenge. And so because I'm looking at this and I'm acknowledging the progress and I'm acknowledging it, it's successful. That's real. And that's how you grow in your process. And it's also like, look, you might be in year 10 of your marathon and just now achieving that one little goal. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know, man, when you have success, this whole idea of like, you haven't arrived. It's because you still have growth. Like I still have so many areas to grow in. Yeah. And I'm just being real. You know, I, I'm still so focused on growth. I'd be uncomfortable talking about what I've already done sometimes. Cause it's like, uh, I'm still, look, I don't, 
People could easily just get the wrong ideas. Like, look, man, I'm still just trying to go- grow. Yeah, I'm still trying, trying to, to get do what, there. what God called me to do. But one thing I know is this, Toya, like, I've learned how not to see things as success. So somebody pull up on a Range Rover, right? That's a dope truck. I've seen people get Range Rovers in different situations. So I've seen people sell drugs to get Range Rovers. I've seen people become an executive at corporate America to get a Range Rover. I've seen someone be an entrepreneur to get a Range Rover. I've seen someone spend all of their money to get a Range Rover and somebody who can afford it. So what I'm saying is that a Range Rover alone isn't enough to tell me anything about you. Yeah. Other than the fact that you bought a Range Rover or rent or lease or whatever. Because I don't know what your process looked like in order to get it. Exactly. Yeah. And so we got to learn how to value the process. Yeah. And I have respect for people who are successful and I see they work. You know how, like, I, I say this sometimes, like, show your work. Like, when I remember, you know, you being in math class growing, you know, high school, whatever, and they start telling you, like, you start doing calculus or something. They're like, no, no. Don't just give me the answer. You got to show, show the work. work. Listen. And when you have to show that work, that's a different level because here's what they know. You could just copy an answer. Yeah. I could just go buy, buy a Gucci bag because some celebrity bought a Gucci bag. I could copy the result. Yeah. But I can't copy the, the, the process, process and the work. So Absolutely. I value people who lay the work out. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this is somebody who, who I have respect for. You know what I'm let me let me bring it down to to the to the kids again. I like using them because they're they're the, they're my greatest teacher. They can't, teacher. Defend, they can't Listen, defend themselves, either. right? That part. <laughs> so today I'm making pancakes. Before I got here, um, my son was like, "Ma, let me help you make pancakes." He's like, "I'm getting ready to be nine years old. You need to start letting me help you cook, right?" right. So I'm like, "Bet." I'm like, "So how many months away is your birthday?" I'm like, "What you mean you about to be nine? Give me, tell me how many months away is your birthday?" He's sitting there looking all goofy. Right. Now, mind you, this is one of my most brilliant children. I'm talking about the way that his brain articulates information is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there, and he's like guessing, giving me all type of stuff. I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute." You can't help me stir anything until you tell me how many months away and days your birthday is away. He got so mad. He got the crying and he got the fussing. So this is what I'm talking about that process. Right. And so I made him stand there. I made him (laughs) tell me the the months of the year several times until he were he was able to tell me how many months away his birthday was. What I noticed is that in his process, he got frustrated. So mm-hmm. he went from frustrated to crying. But then when he started to recognize what I was doing, he he would laugh and cry at the same time. Like, this is okay. so dumb because I know the answer, but you're making me do all of this work. Right. I'm saying it to say that the way that his the way his process took for him to finally say, oh, Two months and 18 days away, yeah. it may not have looked like that for my other baby. Because he came straight in and was like, what are you saying? My birthday is in three months and such and such days, right? right? <laughs> and so we look at this thing and we say, man, but why does their process have to be more difficult? Why Why were, Why were? was their process more easy? Right. And, I, and I want us to just take a moment and say, you know, you got to look at where you are and what are you gaining out of this process? He didn't just gain the opportunity help me make pancakes he actually gained the opportunity to allow himself to not be so frustrated and overwhelmed to fall back and think that was the lesson it wasn't about how many months away it was it was stop rushing yourself stop being frustrated stop being overwhelmed sit down for a second process it allow your mind to think through it so that you can give me the right answer he was irritated, but you know, that's what moms he, are supposed to do. He grew though. Like he, and in that moment, dope. something as simple as that. He grew. And that's the thing I think we don't understand is like, this is why we talk about it's it's about that continued growth in the process. It's like I when I go through one thing, it's like, oh, okay, I see. Now I get it. Like I get that. Okay. Yep. And then you have a victory. And I think this is important, man. You you really find out who you are in failure and success. Like when you go through these moments, like you start finding out like, all right, who am I really? How do I want to be successful? Do I have character, you know, or was I just waiting to get to a certain point that I can act sideways on people and kind of throw shade and, you know, think I'm the man or whatever. Like, so I, I think what I love about just the process period is it continues to show you who you really are. Not, not who you are trying. Cause let's be real, man. It's like, 
in life, there's this dynamic of who we're trying to be for people or convince them that we are and who we really believe we are. And what, what I'm most thankful for, and I've said this to people, you know, for me growing up in the inner city, growing up through some level of poverty, there were times that I didn't feel like I was in the game. So like you, you, you feel like you just trying to survive. You're not really in the game. So you might hear somebody talking about, I remember back in 2008 and I talk about this a lot. People were talking about, Oh, the housing market is down Buy a mm -hmm. house. I'm like, mm -hmm. man, I don't even know how to buy a house. Like I didn't know nothing. I'm like, I don't know what my credit score is. So where, what I'm so thankful for now, you know what I'm saying? You know what? 12, 14 years later is that I'm in the game. Regardless of how well or how, whether I'm succeeding or failing, it's a blessing just to be in your process. And I think we got to embrace where we are with that. So before we get out of here, you know what I'm saying? What's your, like, you know, what you want to leave people with Man. as we talk about the ugly side of success, you know, knock them upside their head with something. Like if they ain't going to listen to nothing else we talk about today, you want them to leave with this. If y'all not going to leave, if y'all not going to listen to nothing else, know that I'm about to go find out what kind of car Jay drives because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. No, uh, that's um, no, no, no. So listen, I just want to encourage you, man, wherever you are in the journey, right? Wherever you are, just acknowledge it. Um, one of the things, you know, that I just really try to help people do is shift their perspective, you know, changing how you look at things, changing how you view things and know that your progress is way greater than the promise. I know that we've all, you know, been waiting for the promise, but know that we're already in the promise. That's the reason why your process is looking the way that it looks. So instead of trying to strive for a finish line, go ahead and start acknowledging your progress. Go ahead and start waking up every day and saying, you know what? Thank you, Lord, that you've given me another opportunity to be who you've called me to be. And what can you do in that day that's going to change not, not the promise, but the momentum in the process, right? No, we're not trying to encourage you to run faster, find your pace, find your balance, run your own race, but acknowledge the progress as you are operating and learning in the process. And I'll just add to that, man. Let's let each other be great. I feel like on both sides, you know, you got successful people that always want to throw everything, throw their stuff in, the, in your face. And then you got some people who who just live in life comfortably and, and, and accepting a lack of greatness, who are offended at the idea of becoming better. Let's let's help each other. Like if, if you further along, pull someone up. Yeah. If you further behind, grab onto that hand. And I think there's a level of pride that has to be put aside on both ends. And some people sometimes think because they're less than it makes them humble. We got to stop lying to ourselves. There's nothing wrong with being less than. But you could still go to hell and be broke. Yeah. Like, I think we live under the mindset that, like, all rich and successful people are evil. All poor people are going to heaven. No, that's not that's not how it works. So there's pride that needs to be put aside on both sides. But like Toya said, man, the process is the promise. And that's the ugly side of success, man. Y'all have a beautiful one. Until next time, you know what I'm saying? We out of here. New Christ, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. New grace, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. Woke up feeling brand new, wondering what we could do Just to be productive, you won't catch me catching Pikachu Too busy, too witty, won't see a crew with me But I keep it a hundred like two fifties That's kinda hard these days, cause Everything you say, they feeling some kinda way I'm like, what's the way to heaven? They like some kinda way I'm like Day Monday, this is some kinda day So to work I go, go, go New grace, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. New grace, new mercy, can I get some? New day, new journey, can I get some? New job, new money, can I get some? I woke up feeling brand new. New grace, new mercy, man, I need some. Not your average artist and I never want to be.